message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. your fingers and it might happen ish more than kind words that actually have no hope of ever living up to all the bold claims they make on the tin just a pass the awkward moment or get a right grin like I hope you get well soon I hope that war ends I hope that our countries get back to being friends. I hope my team score. I hope I get more. I hope 2019 is better, man. This year was poor. You see, the flaw in my thinking is thinking that hope belongs to the skies and not to the floor to the grandeur of the sea and not the ground of the shore. My hope does not rise, but it drops to the floor of the ocean and holds me secure like an anchor gets swung out in the storm. My hope isn't chancing. My hope has form. This hope, it's ambitious. This hope is in him, but this hope looks so vulnerable. This hope looks so thin, so skin of the teeth seated in him, conceived out of wedlock, homeless and weak, unable to act, man, unable to speak. To see hope in this shame, you'd have to be crazy. Pinning your life to what ifs and maybes, When you're looking for a conqueror and you're given a child, then suddenly your aspirations are refiled under hopeless and confidence sinks. But the truth of this hope, it's more than you think. It was written in stars and sounded in skies to call the richest and poorest that all would unite in the gift of his love. It's a gift that's forever. It's a gift for the present that your past cannot sever. You see, hope and Christmas, well, they're one in the same. All of our fears and our hopes are met in the one name of Jesus. He's God who laid down his glory that you might be written into this eternal story more than ashes and dust, more than okay, fine and just coping, this confused world is the one he brings hope in. He who spoke existence promises to be there in the good, bad and ugly as you laugh, as you weep. Hope himself hopes that you'll choose the riches of heaven while you're here on this earth. In the noise of this season, find hope in his birth. Hello. 
My name's Rianne, and together we're going to learn about a promise. A Christmas promise. Are you all sitting comfortably? Yes. Then we'll begin. A long, long time ago, so long that it's hard to imagine, God promised a new king. He wasn't just an ordinary king, like the ones we see on TV or in books. He would be different. He would be a new king, a rescuing king, a forever king. And you know what? One precious night, God kept his Christmas promise. Would you like to know how he did it? <laughs> the Christmas story starts with an angel. Whoosh! He came from God to see Mary. The angel had a special message. Mary, you're going to have a baby. He will be a special baby. God promises that your baby is going to be king, not for a little while, but forever and ever. He will be the forever king. Mary was going to marry Joseph, so God sent another angel. Whoosh! He came to see Joseph. The angel had a special message. Mary is going to have a very special baby, the angel said to Joseph. Her baby is going to be king and will rescue his people. He will be a rescuing king. God had promised that his new king would be born in a little city called Bethlehem. And that's where Mary and Joseph went. But Bethlehem was very busy with lots and lots and lots of people. So when the baby was born, he had to sleep in a manger instead of a bed. All the other mangers in Bethlehem held food for hungry animals to munch. But this manger held a tiny baby. He was God's special new king. The shepherds were in the field and had such a surprise. It was quiet and dark and the sheep were snoozing when, whoosh, an angel popped into the sky. Now the sky was bright and the shepherds were so, so scared. But the angel had a special message for them. Don't be afraid. I have wonderful, good news for you, the angel said. God's chosen king has been born tonight. He's going to rescue his people, just as God promised. He will be the rescuing king. Then lots and lots of other excited angels joined in to celebrate. The shepherds were really excited. They went rushing to see the new king, and there he was, lying in a manger, just as the angel had said. But they weren't the only ones who had heard the good news about the promised new king. Some wise men living far, far away had also been sent a message. It was quiet and dark, and they were watching the stars, when whoosh, a new star popped into the sky. The star had a special message. The wise men knew what it meant. <laughs> A very special king had been born, the king for all God's people. 
This child was the promised new king. The wise men were so excited. So they went on a long journey to see the new king. And there he was, just as the star had shown them. Everything God had promised came true. There were lots and lots of different kings in the world, but God sent the greatest king of all. He sent a new king, a rescuing king, a forever king. And do you know what the king's name is? His name is Jesus. I want you to imagine that you're out for a walk, alone, in the peace and quiet. Now, I know for some of you that would be your idea of absolute bliss. Some quiet time away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life, a chance to think, to reflect, just to be without the pressure of everything else that's going on around you. But in your thinking and in your being, you haven't really noticed the time. It's sort of escaped you. And nor have you particularly been paying attention to where you are. By now, you found yourself in the middle of a deep and dark, dense forest. And having been out for most of the day, the light is beginning to fade fast. It's a crisp winter day. And before you know it, darkness descends upon the forest. The sun goes down, the already dim surroundings turn black, and darkness is all around. No torch, no mobile phone, because you are having time out, remember? Away from it all. How are you going to find your way out? How are you going to find your way through? Is there any hope of rescue or are you going to be here until morning when the sun comes up once again? It gets darker and a little colder and now snow begins to fall. What little hope you had is now looking more and more bleak. What do you need in order to find your way back to the track and the path out? You need a light. You need to be able to shine a light and find the way. More than anything else right now, what you need is a light. Without it, there is little hope, if any, of you finding your way out. With it, however, there is hope. You'll be able to see the clearing that's up ahead, and you can't quite make it out right now, but if you had a light, you'd be able to see the clearing there, and you could see the path, and ah, the village just ahead, and round the corner isn't so far away. In the darkness, a light brings hope. And that light changes the situation completely. The Old Testament prophet Isaiah 
spoke about a light coming in the darkness. He was referring to the birth of Jesus, that which we celebrate at Christmas time. And it's that birth, that coming of Jesus, that brings us hope. As you look around the world today, to the darkness and evil in our world, it would be easy to conclude that we have little to be hopeful about. Ongoing wars in the Middle East, political drama, in case you hadn't noticed, at home. It all seems nothing but doom and gloom sometimes. And all of us experience pain and suffering in our own lives to one degree or another at different times. Peace and safety seem hard to come by, often out of reach. Is there really any hope? Well, John tells us in his gospel, in the Bible, that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And as Jesus stepped onto the scene, hope is made possible. The birth of Jesus brings us hope. Now, it's important that we understand, when the Bible uses the word hope, it does so meaning something much more than we mean it to mean in everyday language. Now, we talk about hope in a sense of, you know, I hope it stops raining. Those of you who arrived a little earlier this evening during the rainstorm, you were probably thinking that as you came in. I hope it stops raining. You might have said, I hope it's a white Christmas. I hope I will pass my exams. I hope the kids will be well behaved at my parents. And so the list goes on. Very often, our hope, as Tim was saying earlier, is little more than wishful thinking. But the hope referred to in the Bible, that's much stronger. Much stronger. And it's tied intrinsically to Jesus Christ himself. We often talk about having faith in Jesus. And the book of Hebrews says this. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for. And assurance about what we do not see. To the Colossians, the Apostle Paul writes about his hard work for the church and what God has revealed to his people. And he says, he says this, he says, To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The renowned New Testament professor Douglas J. Moo says this in his commentary on the book of Colossians. He says this, Paul here returns to a key theme in this opening chapter in order to remind us again that hope is tied to Christ and Christ alone. Hope is tied to Christ and Jesus Christ alone. So our hope as Christians, your hope this evening is not just about wishful thinking, somehow hoping life would be better. No, no. Biblical hope is given to us in Jesus. It's because of, in, 
and through the work and person of the Lord Jesus Christ that we have hope. So friends, this Christmas time, this Christmas time, you can receive a fantastic gift. I guess many of you are looking forward to all sorts of gifts. Maybe some of them have even begun to materialise underneath your Christmas tree. But you can look forward to a fantastic gift this Christmas. It's the gift of hope. Hope that is rooted in the historical events of the birth, life, death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. His resurrection from the dead proved that he was he, he that he was who he said he was, the son of God. God's life-changing and redeeming power, his gift of hope can be yours today if you put your hope, your faith, your belief in him. No one is beyond his reach. No one is exempt from his love. You are not beyond his reach. You are not exempt from his love. God demonstrated his love for us by sending his son, Jesus, into the world. Perhaps the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16, says this. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And in this season of giving, we remember that God gave his one and only son. His son was born as a baby, lived, died and rose again. And God even did all of this before you or I even acknowledged his existence. He did it in advance. God demonstrates his own love for us in this, it says in Romans. While we were still sinners, God, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so if you have felt like giving up, like there's no hope for you, like there's no hope for your situation, for your family, for what you're facing. Friends, I've got some good news for you today. And it's this. There is hope. There is hope. And it's found not by completing an online course not by obeying a list of rules and regulations, and not either by some religious observance. Hope, biblical hope, is found not in religion, but in a relationship with God himself through Jesus Christ. And as we celebrate the birth of a baby this Christmas time, we look to the manger and we see hope. We look to what God did in sending his son to live, die, and rise again in order that you and I might have a relationship with him. In order that we might have life in all its fullness, our sin and rebellion forgiven, 
and the promise of eternal life with him when we die. Christmas really is a time for hope. And in the midst of busyness and lots of things to do and get ready and prepare for, remember that Christmas really is a time for hope. This Christmas can be your time for hope. So how is this possible? Well, the complete verse from John chapter 3 we read a moment ago says this, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So as we begin to finish, in a moment I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. Today you could receive this hope that we've been talking about, that relationship with God himself. And it happens by you putting your trust and your hope in Jesus. It happens by you making him the Lord of your life, about holding on to him. Jesus came to save, to forgive, to restore your relationship with God, to bring you back to what you were actually created for. And the very best gift you could receive this Christmas time is one of new life found in Jesus Christ himself. And if you'd like to receive that gift this year, then you can, even today. Now, to be clear, this is not come to Jesus and you'll have a problem-free life. This is make him the Lord of your life. Receive his gift this Christmas. And maybe for the first time, know his hope, his peace, and his promise to always be with you. Some 30 or so years after his birth, Jesus called his disciples to follow him. Follow me, Jesus said to Levi in Luke 5. And Luke tells us that he got up, left everything, and followed Jesus. And Jesus' invitation to you and to me this evening is the same. Follow me, he says. Follow me. Have you ever done that? Have you ever made that decision for yourself? It may be that you did that some time ago, maybe many years ago. And for a while you followed Jesus and were faithful to walking with him. But over recent years, for whatever reason, that hasn't gone so well. Maybe you're even here this evening wondering if there is a way back for you. Well, let me tell you, there is. There is. Once again... Jesus offers you his hope, his forgiveness, and new life. All you need to do is to come back to him this evening. Maybe you grew up in a family where your parents or others around you and your family went to church and they believed in Jesus and you sort of tagged along as well. You sort of were drawn up in it and went along, but 
you're not sure there was ever a point in time where you made a decision to follow Jesus for yourself rather than just copy what those around you were doing. Well, this evening, you can make that decision for yourself. You can make that decision to follow Jesus and to receive his hope. So be it for the first time, if you want to commit your life to God, to receive his gift of grace this Christmas time, or maybe you'd want to recommit your life to him once again. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer that you can pray along with me if you would like to. Before we do that, I'm going to give you a moment to consider it. A moment to think about your, your responses to this message we've heard this evening of hope. So perhaps we could all close our eyes together, please. And I'm going to pray. And if this evening you would like to respond to Jesus' invitation to you, to follow him, either for the first time or to recommit your life to him, if you're coming back to him maybe after a period away, you can pray this prayer along with me. Thank you, Lord God, for the wonderful gift of your Son. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to bring good news and hope to all mankind. I choose today to put my hope and my trust in you. I choose to acknowledge you as my Lord and my Saviour. I'm sorry that I failed you and let you down. Thank you that you will never fail me and never let me down. I turn away from everything I have done that is wrong. And ask that you would please forgive me. I choose today to always follow you. And to receive your love and your forgiveness. Please give me the gift of your Holy Spirit. To help me to live for you. In Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Can I just thank everyone who's been involved with this evening? I mean, just preparing it all, the band, those are in readings and the video and the stage and everything. It's been a fantastic evening. We've loved uh, celebrating Christmas with you. We do hope you can join us uh, once again for our family service next Sunday here at 10 o'clock. Uh, please do stay around for mulled wine, mince pies, and other refreshments. Just throw in the box out there. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website.
website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday morning.